Hi folks, I'm John Mullen from The Energy Evangelist, and this is my colleague. Hi, I'm Laura Short, and I run Green at Heart. So today we are just going to do really short snippets all about why do you think it's so hard to start, but so hard to change? Uh, so, go on, Laura, give us your first <laughs> shot. <laughs> I think a lot of people have this um, preconception about any environmental changes that it's going to be lots of documents, lots of paperwork, um, and possibly because with health and safety, it's um, compulsory. There's certain things you have to follow. But with the environment, it does tend to be a little bit more uh, voluntary. And a lot of organisations seem to think, oh, well, if I don't have to do it, I won't do it. The problem with that is legislation is going to change in future and things are going to become mandatory. And I cannot for the life of me understand the resistance to making changes that save you money. I mean, to me, it's a no brainer. Hey, yeah, that's 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 the whole reason why I actually got into this business and and use this 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 hashtag save energy, save money. If it's going to put money in your pockets every single month, what's stopping you? That's exactly. what it's all about. I think it's I'm, just that that word sometimes about energy or environment or whatever you put before the reduction. Just think of it as cost savings and the, the environmental benefits, the energy benefits. I don't want to say they're secondary, but don't think of that as being the reason you've started. Think of the reason you've started as being saving money for your business. Yeah, I'm, I see it just as you are developing your business. If you're developing your business, you are wanting to raise profits. But if you're also cutting away costs at the bottom end of it you're actually increasing your profits even more so it's this whole thing of get your finger out guys girls <laughs> and you know why not enjoy it why not do something for for your future for your family for your society for your locality you're you're going to be adding to the good side of life. And on top of that, if you actually get some form of accreditation to show how well you're doing, you can cut and paste that into tenders, into uh, just job requests, all sorts of things. You can use it as a big flag to entice people towards you. Absolutely. And and it's it's only going to cost you, you know, a cup of coffee to have a chat with one of us to see where you need to go and, and where you need to start, really. And then if it's not for you, that's absolutely fine. But I can guarantee it will be. Yes. So I think we've said enough. We've spotted enough. So if anybody wants to have a chat with either of us, uh, give us a call or find out more on energyevangelist.co.uk and it'll be nice to meet anybody and have a chat. So thanks enough. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.
Hi folks, welcome to the March 21 edition of the Evangelist Talks. I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist, and this is my colleague. Hi, I'm Laura Short, and I'm the Queen of Green at Heart. Yay! So, this edition is all about building energy management systems. So the big question is, do you want to save 20, maybe even 30% on your energy bills? That can that can add up to an awful lot of money. But first of all, let's have a bit, a bit of a recap. Last month, we were talking about purchasing energy and how to take out the stress of making those purchasing decisions for the next, say, two or three years. So you can find that video on the energyevangelist.co.uk blog page. And we would really love you to send us your problems so that we can talk about finding solutions for you. So if you want to get in contact with us, send us a message on Facebook or LinkedIn. Just look for Energy Evangelist or email energyevangelist at energypricesaver.com. So, so many decisions. What, uh, Laura, what, what do you think? Or where do we start off with building energy management? Oh, let's just call it beams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's just make it shorter. That's yeah. uh, certainly the... the the method I would use really, uh, make it as simple as possible and make it scalable. Um, a lot of building energy management systems um, can sound quite complicated. I know from experience with dealing with clients, they have sort of an aversion to putting these systems in place. Um, but if you just look at it as a plan, do, check, act model, you think about what you need to do first, you put some sort of system in place to actually monitor it and I would say that's probably the most important step and then evaluate it at the end is it working for you are you making the savings that you expected and you can be as simple as possible and then you can go right up to the levels of 50,001 as an, a, an international standard of, of management system especially if you're having to comply with ESOS regulations um, or whatever the new version of that is, is going to be in the future but as I say, it's as scalable as it needs to be. Yes, definitely. That I've I've been a, an IT engineer and helping people to find these sorts of solutions, and it always comes down to keep it simple, stupid. As in, the the simpler it is, the easier it is to manage. The easier it is to get right. But Let's go to a quick break and we'll be back in 30 seconds. Hello, my friends. It's just a quick slot to tell you about the Save Energy, Save Money 14-Day Challenge. It's an opportunity to help you find a starting place to retrieve wasted energy and putting that money back in your pocket. Oh, did I tell you? It's also free. So if you want to find out more, have a look on the link below at energyevangelist.co.uk forward slash sign up. Bye. Hello again. We're back. 
So I think the best thing where we're going to start is talking about auditing. It's a strange word. It's a small word. It sounds insignificant, but it's actually the base of everything. If you don't know what you've got, you, you'll, you'll make a mess of the system. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and it really is as simple as just get to know your business and take a walk around, you know, from whether you're in manufacturing, it might be goods in to goods out whether you're in a service industry, how does your process work around the business, follow it through and actually pinpoint where you use energy. You know, what are those big uses and then work backwards from that um, because you do want to focus on your significant energy uses first and make sure you've got those under control because obviously that's where you're going to make the biggest savings. Yeah, it's, 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 it's always the same. There's, you it's it's knowing how your business as a, it, its life cycle and what goes on. It's it's like during the day, say in a care home, you've got uh, all of the communal areas, but at night time you don't use them. So why do you heat them to such a level? Uh, or it might be, you know, the reception areas, or it might be the corridors. There's, there's, you need all the heat in the rooms, but you don't need it spread all around the rest of the building. And it's, it's just like, like getting to make those little decisions so that you can see what you can do. And in that, Every single percentage that you don't heat, you will make that back in a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, that's a just... point as well about, about evenings and, and weekends. And I think once you get to the, the monitoring stage, particularly if you're using uh, monitoring equipment, that's where you will you'll really find out what's actually being switched on uh, mm -hmm. that doesn't need to be. Uh, and you'll find in, in most businesses, there will be things that are switched on that, that don't need to be evenings and weekends. And that's why it's important to do your audit, maybe at a random time. So go in on a Sunday morning and actually see what's switched on. Um, mm -hmm. Go back to your business at, at nine, 10 o'clock at night. Are there things that are left running that don't need to be? And is it a staff error? Is it something that's uh, not been programmed properly? And you can just alter the settings on that. Um, but make sure that you're auditing, not just through your productive time within your business. Make sure you're auditing at, at different times so you get that full picture and you can see what's being wasted. Yes, and every business is different. Everyone has got different characteristics. So sometimes it may be that you, you can have little uh, access monitors or uh, the, the little switches which which show that whenever somebody's in the area and those can actually tell you an awful lot about what's actually going on uh, especially if you have a night shift and it's not that you're spying it's that you're stopping wastage and that's that's what we're talking about 
Uh, and but another element of beam systems is actually being able to see what is going on with your equipment because say a, a boiler system this the beam system should be able to tell you when you need maintenance or when the system isn't operating at its optimum level so you might be burning far more gas or oil and yet only getting 80% out of your systems yeah. you need to do That's something about that is so important you know it's, it's all very well and good having these systems and using these monitors but you've got to go back to the data afterwards and analyze it and make sure that you understand it and if you don't get the help that you need to make sure that you can make those decisions properly for your business with somebody who does understand the data uh, like yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, this is the whole thing. I, I'm, I'm especially going on the on the cheaper systems. You will have to manage a lot of this yourself. To your, it's your knowledge. But on the more expensive systems, there will be external management, and they will be helping you to tune the system to get it right. So. To be honest with you, there, we could go on for hours talking about this, but I think just that simple overview should be the right place to help you start to talk about it. So if you want to talk to us, give us a call or send us an email or look at the website uh, at energyevangelist.co.uk and we'll be happy to talk with you so bye hi hi folks can we really reduce our energy usage and save money back into our business i'm john mullen the energy evangelist and this is a typical everyday question today we're talking about save energy save money Many people have the idea that installing a beam system, let's say building energy management system, is too expensive. But let's look at the other side of the equation to see what benefits can be gained from using a beams. Number one, typical savings for a fully optimized beams can show up to a 50% savings on your energy costs. Have I already got your attention? Number two. Beams can control as much as 84% of your building's energy consumption. This means you reduce your energy bills and reduce your carbon footprint. Again, another big tick in the box. Number three, Beams monitors many different levels of alarm conditions, and this helps predict usage and failure trends. This then results in lower operating costs because of higher equipment service life. This reduces downtime and raises business continuity levels. So, these are three of the most important responses about using a typical beam system. So if you're watching your energy bills increase each year and you really want to find out more of how to make changes, I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist. Come and find out how to save energy, save money at energy
evangelist.co.uk. Bye. Hello, my friends. Today, we're asking if you should pay for someone else to monitor and manage your energy management systems. I'm John Mullen, the energy evangelist, and we're talking about save energy, save money. Okay, let's start with a simple question. Do you feel that you have the knowledge to tune a car so that it runs smoothly in all situations? If you don't have this type of knowledge and ability or experience to analyze, then I believe you will struggle with any medium to large heating system. It's just not the same as your house heating system where you're using one or two rooms in a house and you decide it's a bit on the cold side, so you switch up the thermostat. Modern heating systems, which are managed through a building energy management systems or BEMS, can be made up of multiple systems which are monitored and managing the following elements. The boiler, individual heat pumps, there may be many for different sections or different buildings, multiple thermostats for different areas of the buildings, multiple motion center sensors for different areas of the buildings, outside thermometers, air conditioning, both for comfort or for cold storage. And this is just the management of the heating system. A complex BEMS can manage heating and ventilation and aircon, domestic hot water, electrical supply and distribution, energy consumption, lift systems, and more. So, unless you have a very simple system, I would advise you to have an ongoing maintenance contract to make sure that your BEMS is operating at optimal levels throughout the year. This means that you will save energy, save money each and every day. But that's enough for today. I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist. Find out how to save energy, save money at energy evangelist.co.uk. Bye. Hello, my friends. I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist, and we're talking about save energy, save money. Today, we're looking at maintenance, but this is maintenance of your heating systems where more than 50% of your costs are used for space heating. So if your boiler or water pumps are inefficient, then every time you turn on a tap, you will be washing money down the drain. Modern building energy management systems, or BEAMS for short, will be able to tell you when your system is operating outside of optimal limits, and it may even be able to tell you which piece of equipment is at fault. Because your heating and lighting systems are costing you so much to run, it will always save you money if you know when to maintain the system instead of waiting for the system to fail. However, on another slightly different but associated topic, it may interest you to know that older monoblock taps are forcing your water heating system to run for longer than needed. Just think, 
Most monoblock taps sit with the water temperature to be a mix of hot and cold, but many times you only need cold water. So every time you turn on the tap, the heating system fires into life and then you choose to select cold water. So you've just wasted energy and water and both of these cost you money. Now you can choose monoblock taps which always default to providing you with cold water first. This means you only choose hot water when needed so your costs are reduced. So that's enough information for today. I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist. Come and find out how to save energy, save money at energyevangelist.co.uk. Bye. Hello, my friends. I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist, and we're talking about save energy, save money. It's a new month, and we're looking at building energy management systems, or let's call it beams instead. The biggest reason you should be interested in this is when companies such as Marks and Sparks have been able to save 34% off their energy consumption over 550 sites in the UK. That's a massive reduction of 200 tonnes of CO2 every single year. So, if M&S can make such massive savings, then you can also make big reductions. It all begins with knowing where you're coming from and what heating and lighting systems you have, how efficient they are, and measuring what temperatures you're heating the different areas of your properties throughout the week. Over time, many decisions have been taken at many different times by many different people in your business because of historical reasons. But very few businesses have made commercial decisions with all of the beams data gathered in front of them. Without this high-level data overview of the complete system, many elements will be fighting with each other and will be wasting a lot of energy. To be blunt, you always need to start with an audit, otherwise you are working blind. So. I'm John Mullen, the Energy Evangelist. Come and find out how to save energy, save money at energyevangelist.co.uk. Bye.